Hello, 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 and welcome to another 8BitCast. Uh, I am your semi-irregular host. I'm just realising saying irregular host sounds like I, I have some sort of condition. But I... Well, maybe I do. But I am your host for this episode, Benny McJanet. You can find me on the socials at the Spawny 13 um, This isn't your regular themed or a, a cocktail club episode or anything like that. This is just a... Random shoot the shit, let's talk about stuff and catch up sort of episode. And I'm joined by uh, two very, very um, popular guys, part of the 8-Bit crew. Um, the founder himself, at Brendan8Bit, Brendan White. And Australia's John Opec, uh, who can be found at Jono himself, uh, host of Putting In Work and Comedy Rewind. And... Um, yeah, I just, uh, I basically, I reached out to these guys a couple of weeks ago, and I said, hey, um, you guys want to record a podcast? Uh, I, you know, and they're like, oh, yeah, sure, sure, no worries, and I said, I just, you know, just talking, yeah, talking shit, um, nothing special, no topic or anything like that, let's just have a catch-up chat. Um, what came out was, you know, a pretty, um, there was, there was, there was no run sheet, there was no, uh, structure or anything like that. It literally is, and you know, when you listen to it, it's literally just us three guys just having a bit of a chat about everything that's going on, um, or just recent events for ourselves anyway, and just a bit of a catch-up chat and just a hangout. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, I did say, and you'll hear it in the outro, that I, I, I was going to record this cold open, but I also said I would do an impression of them saying hello. So here we go. Uh, so Brendan, uh, good to see you again. Hello, I'm Brendan White, and uh, Jono, Jono, it's great to have you again. Oh yes, I'm Jono, uh, thank you, thank you very much for having me. Oh, not a ple- problem, Jono, it's, 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 it's a, always a pleasure uh, doing the podcast with you, my friend. So there you go, there's my terrible, terrible impressions. I don't even sound a thing like them. Um, I just, you know, I just made up some sort of weird voice <laughs> off the top of my head. Uh, so thank you guys, um, so yeah, enjoy the episode. Um, let us know what you think. Uh, wouldn't mind doing some more of these in the future. Um, might do some more cocktail clubs soon in the future. I do talk about my job sort of changing a little bit now, so I'm hoping to have more time to be able to make more content like this. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, enjoy the episode, guys. Cheers. Um, what did you have for dinner, guys? <laughs> I was out. I was out at the theme park, so I had like a, a dirty burger and chips, Ooh. basically. Not nothing great, but uh, hit the spot at the time. Hang, hang on, what, what theme park are you at? That's down that. Well, down it's it's, it's an adventure park, so it's like <laughs> um, it's like a rich man's carny, really. Like it's got uh, all the mm-hmm. all the rides for kids, a Ferris wheel, but there's. If you go in summer, there's heaps of water slides, which obviously we wouldn't be rolling with today, but they had a winter yeah. wonderland thing set up. So there was a, an area with all this snow, so you can go in there and build a snowman and oh, cool. jump around, which was... That would have been good fun for the little fella. Yeah. Like, all, all the stuff we did, like I went on like the, you know, the classic, like the teacup ride and dodging cars and little plane ride that went around in circles. Yeah. So it was all just for Micah and he had a great time. Nah, awesome man what awesome. is the um the caliber of the the prizes like you can tell a good quality carny uh, no. or a it wasn't park that type based of, off the quality yeah. of the plush 
There was no prizes that I saw. It wasn't. It's not oh. that kind of thing. It's like once oh, you're okay. there, once you're there, everything's free. Like it's not. Oh, you just pay for admission. Yeah, it's just paying for admission. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were selling like the Minecraft swords and all that crap throughout the park. So it's they're still trying to make a bit of money off you. But um, yeah, it's it's usually a summer thing. But I guess they found a way to make it relevant in winter. Any way to get people through the door, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, that was that was, was my it, dinner. So, <laughs> was the dodgy burger any good? Or? It was fine. It had bacon and it had barbecue sauce, and you know, oh, it's got bacon. You can't complain too. Much. I know. Yeah, yeah. It, it did the job. What about you guys? I had um, Nene's Korean fried chicken and Ooh, some Jap chai glass noodles, and mm. it was delicious. I had half the. Um, snow cheese seasoning on my fried chicken and then on the other side I had the bulgogi um, sort of marinated seasoning on the other and it's great but um, yeah I think I've got a little bit of an upset tummy so uh, screw you nanas but I do not regret the purchase I don't know what half of those words mean but it sounds good anyway (laughs) I'll show you next time you're in town sure nanas is pretty good like Korean fried chicken, right? I'm thinking of the right place. Is yep, that the yeah. place that we went to or is it different? Nah, one? same, same. It's it's literally okay. across the road from Momos though. So like yep. where, where we went for lunch with Buddy. Mm. Uh, if you had fr- Korean fried chicken, you've had something damn near identical yep. to Nene's. But uh, this is like a chain that's that's all around. There's one in... um. There's a couple of Nene's in Brisbane. There's one in like uh, yeah. Queen Street Mall. That's why I, that's why I was thinking of it because mm. I, I think I walked past there literally yesterday. Yeah, right near the station. Yeah. Yeah, but it's delicious. But I'm very full, and I'm trying to offset all that grease and crispiness with some water Ooh. because I haven't drunk much water this weekend, and my body is hating me for it. I was a little bit like that earlier today, but here I am drinking alcohol now. So, <laughs> what did you have for dinner, Benny? I had leftover Chinese. <gasps> all right, let's JP. Let's have a guess as to what Benny ordered last night. Oh. Um, it was actually two nights ago, so I actually ordered it on Friday because last night I had dinner at my parents' place. So. Okay, so Friday night, definitely, Friday definitely night. fried rice. Yeah, of course, gotta have fried rice. I'm, I'm gonna go. We'll go dish, dish at a time, JP. I'm gonna go honey chicken. Damn it, that was. With. I was gonna say honey chicken because I feel like that's that's, the, lit- that's, that's the, literally it. That's my favorite. Well, there you go. <laughs> I think I've told you that too many times. <laughs> I didn't have that knowledge, but that is my go-to, and I feel like it's the yeah. like if you don't. I'm not a connoisseur of of Chinese cuisine, so mm. I'm pretty pretty basic. It's as far it's kind of, it's kind of like the, the thing like when he, when Australians go to a Thai restaurant, they pretty much get the pad Thai. I feel like that's that's the the honey chicken of uh, of Chinese food. Did you have any other dishes, or did you just do the one dish and uh, the rice? I only just did the one dish and the rice, but like normally, like he. Normally, like if you're buying a full feed, you usually get a couple, don't you? So mm-hmm. you get a couple. Like I usually go beef and black beans, another Australian classic. Yeah, like a staple for Australian audiences, at least anyway. Yeah. Beef and black bean, or like a Mongolian beef from Mongolian Mongolian lamb. Mongolian beef or <clears throat> Mongolian lamb are the other ones I usually go for. Um, or a, a chicken and vegetables type dish, like if I need something a little bit more yeah. veggie related. A bit of chicken cashew. Healthy. Yeah, cashew is usually good. I'm, I'm a bit, um, bit impartial to, to a combination chow mein. The old uh, the noodles, and then you get the chicken with a bit of beef, some prawns in there, some squid. Yeah, happy days. Something I've really come to love recently though is like a Chinese uh, omelet with like chicken omelet, chicken in it, mm-hmm. and some sauce and everything. It's, oh, so good. 
Sadly, so just a lot of hungry again. you got you got to sort of scratch a few dishes from from oh, yeah. the online ordering. Like if you're getting it delivered, mm. like salt and pepper calamari, squid don't travel too well. It gets it so rubbery. It gets so rubbery. It can't be reheated. No, as well. So it's not one. It's not a takeout dish. That's a dine-in dish. Um, salt and king prawn, like king prawns and things like that as well. Mm. You can't get them as takeaway either. God, now I'm thinking about Chinese. <clears throat> Maybe tomorrow. Mm. It's always an option, man. <laughs> <laughs> the world is your kung pao chicken. Yeah. So, so you guys get up to much this weekend, or not much really at all, or just? Well, I mean, Johnny, you went to the theme park, obviously, mm. with the young fella. No, that was about it. Like yesterday, went out for breakfast with Hannah's mm. family, went for a walk, and then I was just wiped for the rest of the day. I'm still like post COVID recovering. I'm finding like, oh, did you have COVID? I had, yeah, I had COVID two weeks ago, and um, ah, I'm finding sure. like I just can't do a full day of activities like yeah. i walked up a hill yesterday and i was out of breath and then i came home we you know put had had lunch put mike to bed and then i fell asleep on the couch in the middle of the day and that just doesn't happen to me like i haven't i mean hit- that happens to me and i haven't like, <laughs> yeah. haven't had covid so i think I that's still getting old mate i haven't hit that point <laughs> but i i'm falling asleep on the couch every night i fell asleep at thor god and uh, love and thunder <laughs> you know i've heard a few people have fallen asleep at that <laughs> really yeah. uh, it's 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 not uh, it's not a reflection mm. of the film i don't think it's just uh just one of those things <laughs> yeah have you seen Thor yet, Brendan? I saw it last or yesterday afternoon. I have. I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Was it as good as Ragnarok? No, but no, um, no. I took a lot of fun points out of it and mm. a lot of enjoyment. And any time I can see Tessa Thompson and Natalie Portman on the screen together and throw in the, the eternally handsome Chris Hemsworth, it's, it's going to be a good time. So uh, oh, I was happy. There was some head-scratching moments and it felt like we needed more time. Like it felt like it was 20, yeah. 30 minutes too short, but... It felt like it needed some more character development or something. Yeah, yeah, but it, it was fun. I, it was fun. It was a perfectly fine film. It falls on that fine scale yeah. for 8-bit. It's in like, the mid-tier for the MCU, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a fun film. I, I had fun with it. I took my niece to see it yesterday. Um, and we had a great time and she loved it, so that's all that really matters to me, is make sure she had a good time. Um. But I, I, I saw someone pointed out, I think it was on Twitter last night, that said um, it looks like Marvel's moving towards doing all their character development in the series because they've got more time to develop <laughs> stuff yeah. and they'll they'll just keep the movies as to being just action set-piece stories without as much character development. I can't... It's, like, it's the a only bit of a generalisation, probably. Like, I haven't seen Multiverse of Madness yet, so <sighs> the only comparison to. I've got on that is uh, Spider-Man... No way home. You need to. Multiverse is mm. like yes, it's divisive for some people as well, but it is. It's one of my favorites. I think Benny would like it. It's on Disney Plus yeah. now, so it's not. Yeah, really... it's out on Disney Plus now, so it's a matter of just working out the timing to um, watch it. Sit down and watch it with Kay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that so. there's there's definitely room to do what you just described, but I think mm. like that Doctor Strange film does a lot with Wanda in in her development so i feel like it's yeah i think thor was more just a hopefully just a one-off as far as it's telling us a self-contained story without oh yeah very worrying too much about what's happening in the rest of the world and it does set up something obviously Mm -hmm. in the post credits there's a bit Mm -hmm. of a setup there for what might be coming up next so 
yeah, it it didn't completely happen in a vacuum, I guess. It was nice. Like it was it was cool to see him do a glorified rom com. There was some drama yeah, to it, yeah. but for the most part, that was the story they were trying to tell about Thor and Jane and everything else. You know, I'm going to avoid mm. spoiling anything, but it was nice. And yeah, I had a good time. But yeah, I think another 20 to 30 to pad out Jane's story, Gore's story would have been yeah, great because those two characters were a little under. Christian Bale. Yeah, even Tessa Thompson as King Valkyrie. She mm. got bugger all to do there. She was just moping around, having a drink, cracking a joke. That's about it. I love her. She's so good. She's the best. In everything. Mm-hmm. She's so diverse. Uh, I wish we had more than just Guns and Roses as well. Yeah, that was the other thing I was going <laughs> to ask. Like, so is it much. just me or is it like just Guns and Roses hard on throughout this yeah. whole film? Like, I was it's just ta- all Guns and Roses. I was, I was talking to uh, Name Drop Boss Logic about this and I was like, I, it, it almost felt like they had an exclusivity deal with Guns and Roses. Um, mm. uh, what do you call like publishing record label because like that there was yeah. a, there was guns and roses t-shirts they had the mm. character that was calling himself axel, axel yeah and then yeah, like yeah. three or four guns and roses songs which yeah, were all paradise city sweet, sweet child, child of mine. mine november rain was in there and welcome to well, the jungle yeah. so yeah, there was, yeah there's four they're the four big guns and roses and they, songs they were all well. they all fit with where they used them but it just seemed mm. like they I don't know, like, why, why wouldn't you just throw in some other massive, like, ACDC song or, like, uh, mm. Ozzy Osbourne or something that to to make it feel like it's not just there to, to sell the greatest hits of Guns N' Roses? I reckon like, um, it's it's no secret that Axl Rose is an egomaniac uh, who, who loves the spotlight, so I wonder if they sort of said initially, we, we want to use Sweet Child of Mine in in love and thunder and he sort of said well you want you you having one you have to have the rest like yeah. we're all in so it's sort of like <laughs> take it or leave it we're all in or you get none of our none of our catalog and also pay me lots of money so uh i'm just going to put my money on that axel rose is still just doing axel rose things i wonder if disney owns it or something if it, there's some kind of thing like that going on where they already had all the rights to it maybe I don't know. You wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past them. Is all I'm saying. Disney owns so much that maybe they do own some record company that we're just yeah. not aware of. But it was good, yeah. and I'd recommend yeah. checking it out. And oh yeah, definitely. I just I love the character. I love Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Like he just embodies that character, and I can't see anyone else playing mm. him now. And just the fact that there's been so much character development with him since the first Thor movie, where he was just very wooded and traditional godlike with his blonde eyebrows at the time mm. and now he's really grown and evolved and devolved and evolved again and yeah he's just yeah. just great i love him I, I really like jane like portman as jane's version of thor as well as being this very gung-ho let's let's just go in and just hit him like mm. sort of mentality as well that sort of played off him very because that's kind of like opposite to what he was in the earlier films as well like so she just played it very well off that. I, I really enjoyed how, um, what do they call him? Mighty Thor. Mighty Thor. Do, yeah. do you think... I, I enjoyed that. Do you think Natalie Portman's a vampire? Because she is not aged. Oh, she doesn't age either. Yeah, she's one of these people that just never ages. She's in that crew with Jared Leto and Pharrell Williams and Brad Paul Pitt Rudd. to a degree, Paul Rudd most yeah. definitely. She's in that circle as mm. well. She is not aged in decades. She is still yeah. stunning. 
still drinking the blood of children. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, Tessa Thompson's 38 years old as really? well. Like, I remember her, I think, she, no, she, what was the first thing I saw her in? I can't even remember now, but yeah, she's... I think the first thing I paid attention to her in was Ragnarok. Yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think what I it can't. Was like she was in Westworld, Ragnarok, then. that Men oh, in Black film there, with yeah. Chris Hemsworth, which actually yeah, that was wasn't too bad. Um, That's a good Sunday afternoon movie. Like if you're just chilling at home and you're just like, oh, what's on? Oh, yeah, I haven't seen this before. I'll watch that. That's what, that's what that Men in Black movie is. Yeah. Right. It's one of those just chilling at home, like kind of half watching it, kind of half not watching it movies. It was it better have... than that third one with um, oh, yeah. Josh Brolin playing young... Tommy Lee Jones. I reckon it was too, actually. It might have it been... Um, fun, because I the f- recently rewatched the first one as well, and that, that movie actually holds up surprisingly well. Yeah, we'll have to get to that on Comedy Rewind, I think. Yeah. But Tessa Thompson, I'm trying to think, Creed might have been the first time I saw her. Okay. She was like the lead female, um, the love I interest. I watched Creed. <clears throat> it's good. Creed, Creed's good. Michael B. Yeah. Jordan is another one of those people that just steal the mm. spotlight anytime they're on screen mm. yeah he's yeah he, he just he's another one of those people that doesn't seem to age either as well like he's just amazing just yeah I don't know how he does it yeah de-aging uh, <laughs> de-aging <laughs> they don't need D- Disney's de-aging process they just drink the blood of children mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah if, if we're talking about what we've been watching, so there's there's two yeah. series I've been really digging. One of them is called Made for Love. Have you heard of this one? I've heard. Of, I think you told me about yeah, it the other day, I and I just haven't checked yeah. it yet. So it's, it's about like a, a billionaire who has a, a tech company called Google. <laughs> um, right. Figure out what that's alluding to, and he lives inside this cube in like the wilderness and it's like inside it's completely like you can make it whatever environment you want it to be kind of thing um but he his wife is kind of kept in there as a prisoner um and on these like daily routines and schedules and she can't break it and she can't have any like autonomy she can't leave the cube as they call it until she just escapes and finds out that there's a chip in her brain and it's just it goes down that kind of like black mirror kind of um path as she tries to get freedom from this controlling tech billionaire who um is watching her every move but it's it's really funny it's it's got ray romano who plays her dad that she reconnects with because she hasn't been outside the cube for 10 years um and Kristen melody i think is how you pronounce her name who was in um Palm Springs, and she was spoilers. The, she's the mother, the mother from How I Met yeah. Your Mother. <laughs> yeah, she's great. She's she's on there mm. too. She's really good. So that's that's one that I would recommend, especially to you, Brendan, because it's got that um, kind of half like there's there's elements of rom com in there, and there's elements of like yeah, like your Black Mirror kind of trippy technology. Mm. Is it going too far? Kind of thing. He's a sucker for those <clears> rom coms <throat> these days. Yeah, don't get me started. No, I just saw two. There's two seasons of it so far too. So I got a, got a good amount of binge yes. to do. Of Made for Love. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I think they're like eight episode seasons, but um, it's on Stan if you if you want to mm. check that out. It's an easy binge. Like it's one of those things where you go, oh wait, I've I've just watched like five episodes and it's just gone really quick. And the other yeah. one is and um, you're telling us about players yeah, offline as well. I, before I, we started. I, I had not like. We're in the gaming sphere as far as like our 
our communities go. And I haven't seen anyone yeah. talking about it. Maybe you guys have, but it's made by the people that did American Vandal, which I really loved on Netflix. Um, I like both seasons, but especially season one. And yeah. they've gone and made this, uh, I guess, mockumentary about an esports team. And it's so well made, you know, the way that American Vandal was the perfect satire of, um, you know, it was so good. People believed it was yeah. real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like, it was such a good satire of like making a murderer and that kind of show. And this yeah. nails the whole like sports um, documentary, like the Last Dance with with like Michael Jordan and the Bulls. It's got a lot of that like thing where it will go back to. 2012 to show um, the esports players when they started to form this uh, team that became what it was and all the ups and downs and I'm I'm learning about League of Legends by kind of osmosis um, not trying to because I, I really don't want to despite NATO's uh, insistence. Say, NATO's ears just pricked up when you <laughs> yeah. when you name dropped oh, oh, it in a positive esports. light. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're like talking about the bot lane and jungling and all this stuff. And I had, had like no idea at all what it was when I started watching it. I guess I'm picking it up, but it's just, it's done so well. It does give me a small, 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 like I was going to say small interest, but I would say more of an appreciation for what esports is. Um, but the way that they just like nail these characters as far as um, the personalities that you get, in the gaming community from streamers to commentators and fans and the sponsors and it just all feels very authentic and it's hilarious and uh it, it's there's a heart to it as well like the end of the last episode uh had a lot of um just a lot of weight to it for for a character that's it's based around being mostly it's almost like that david brent on the office where it's like cringe kind of like do I like him or do I hate him? But then you start to see there's a bit of humanity there. So um, the series is still going. It's got like three episodes left and it's week to week. So if you jump in now, yeah. you'll be able to catch the the finale probably um, as it's just about to come out. But uh, yeah, I'd, I'd what's it recommend on? that. What's it on? Uh, it's Paramount Plus, which... Oh, Paramount Plus. I think okay. you can get like a one-week free trial so it's probably like maybe yeah, you, you wait till a it's, month free trial there's month included in Xbox. game pass i'm pretty sure oh, okay yeah. <clears throat> i did not realize so you can watch that halo series yeah <laughs> which was I've, fine I've a few things to watch on paramount <laughs> yeah. plus now i might actually have to sign up oh, i've just gone through and, and done like done the dexter series yellow jackets yep. the offer about like the the story behind making the godfather which was awesome yeah um, so yeah, there's, there's some really good stuff South there. South Park, Halo. Yeah, I watched well. the South Park, the two latest South Park seasons too. So, yeah, I haven't watched the two latest, I think, or maybe I've watched one of them. And whichever one it was, I watched um, a few months ago. It was shit. South Park sucks these days, or at least that <laughs> special. I watch it, I'm like, this sucks. I've wasted an hour of my life. Was it the there are still episodes out, out there that just absolutely do suck for South Park? Was so, it the yeah, COVID one or the streaming wars one? I think it was the COVID one was the last one I watched. So it was maybe maybe that's a year or so ago. I thought but the it COVID was not a good time. Really, I thought the COVID ones were really good. So uh, didn't didn't move the needle for this guy on that day. <laughs> Wasn't enough uh, anime romance in it, I think. To uh, maybe to that's me. what it was. Not enough slice of life. <sighs> it's, that's, it's, that's the best. I obviously needed more butters and. Um, all the ancillary characters like Randy and stuff like that because they're the ones that make me laugh the most now it's not the four boys it's 
Randy's it's just Randy about my favourite, I think. And yeah. Oh, Randy's the best. <laughs> was it the Brendan? Was it the one where it flashes forward and they're adults? Was that the one that you? Yeah, that thought? was the yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. I'd, yeah, I'm I'd, pretty sure that's the COVID. Was that one. the COVID one? That's like the post-COVID. Yeah. There was a COVID yeah. and then there was a post-COVID. The, the the pandemic special was the the first one. I thought that one was really good. Yeah, the the post-COVID one where they were adults. I did not like that mm. at all. I thought it was very meh. It looked pretty depressing from what I saw on just like trailers and clips. So I was like, ooh. But you know what? Trey no and Matt are just it. got that money factory. They're uh, you know signed up for <laughs> just about the next three lifetimes still with with Paramount and comedy and Ooh, yeah. all the other subsidiaries. Just yeah, still got like making cash. another three video games to make as what? well or something. Are they making more games? Yeah, they've committed yeah. to a couple of games, a few more movies, a few more series. I think they hit a lot more than they miss, so I'm all for it. Yeah, personally. same. Especially with the games, like they they. Like the stick of truth was such a nightmare to make that they kind of swore that they wouldn't do anymore. But I'm glad they did because fractured but fractured whole, but whole so was fantastic. Yeah. I'm hoping I'm hoping Obsidian maybe are tied in again to make another South mm. Park game, but they've got a lot of things on their plate, so I don't know. Yeah, they, they did the last one with Ubisoft. They didn't. Yeah, so yeah. Ubi probably. did fractured, but mm. Obsidian did um, stick. I thought it was <clears> the other way around. Hold on. No, it wasn't Obsidian originally developing Stick with THQ, but then when THQ went under Obsidian, just did uh, it on sorry, their own. Ubi took over, took over it. Now I'm think... questioning myself. Jono's. I'm assuming Jono's got him on his shelf because he's standing up looking. He's looking for him. I actually do have a copy of it. But I think it's downstairs. I can't find him. Let's Google it instead. Can't find <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. Stick Stick was Ubi and Fractured was Obsidian. Yes, sorry. I always get the oh, okay. order of which they came out in mixed up too. Yeah. I remember TH... Because originally THQ was um, publishing Stick. Mm. And then I think when they went under, Ubi took it over. Well, <clears throat> I think if... Yeah, it, it would probably make more sense for Ubisoft to do it if it's going to be cross-platform. Mm. Unless... I guess Microsoft's not shut off from the idea of making stuff for other platforms. That's it. Once once they get Skull and Bones out, you might have a, a little bit of um, free time amongst their studios mm. to, to make another South Park game. I, I saw that you can't uh, jump on each other's ships in that game. So it's not no. the... It's, it's going to have a bit of a point of difference from... Um, uh, from Black Flag. Yeah, no, yeah. What, what was what's the... The Xbox game that everyone loves. Sea of Thieves. Oh, yes, sea, sea of Thieves. thieves yes. they're, they're pretty much... It's third person when you go to the mm. pirate den hubs to do your trading, but then when you're out in sea, you're stuck to your ship. And I think it's like almost first person, you're stuck to the navigation wheel. Mm-hmm. Mm. It, it would be like... I imagine it would be like a Black Flag style thing when you're out yeah. on the ship with a bit more to manage. Yeah. You can bit kill animals. A, can hump trees with your boat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Okay. I mean, I enjoyed Black Flag for what it was. That was a really fun game. It's one it's of just, my favorite yeah. Assassin's Creed games. I think it still is my favorite Assassin's yeah, Creed. Yeah, it's the game. most I've. It's the one that I've enjoyed the most in the moment. I don't know how it would yeah. feel to play it now. Um, yeah, I, don't, but, I doubt it hold up as well. Yeah, in that sense, it's just eight years too late for this game. Like, if yeah. it, it's yeah, like if they were to remaster or remake, let's let's say remake a, an Assassin's Creed game. 
Yeah. Uh, Black Flag would be the one I'd want them to do. Definitely. Like from the ground up, like Last of Us style. I wonder how many years of the delay was just because of Sea of Thieves. I wonder if... I think it's just because it never demoed well. Like you look at some of those early trailers, and it's like, well, this is just not what we want. I think <laughs> we COVID want just more of that Black Flag stuff. COVID just, just smashed them. Like even like mm. this got announced at around the same time as that they confirmed Beyond Good and Evil Two. No. That was like 2015. Never coming out. <laughs> no, they've confirmed that they're they're moving into the next phase of <laughs> testing apparently this week. But like. It's been crickets. Like they showed a lot of tech demo at E3s and showed some game footage, and they had what was it like the Space Wasn't Gorilla program or something was doing like his that? Thing with the bloody like crowdsourcing like the music and the art and all that. Yeah, they? that was weird. <clears throat> Still is. Still very weird. And they're too busy making now um, a mobile version of the Division. They've seen the amount of money that oh, Diablo yeah. Immortal makes, so they're like, let's uh, let's shift to mobile. Have you played any Diablo Immortal? Nah. 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 <laughs> I've played... I've, I reached level 51 today in it. No, I have not spent a cent. That's See, that's good. Like I've heard like you can get a nice, full, complete experience without yeah. doling out the pennies. And I, I'll just jump on it for like half hour here or there and I'll just run around the town and like collect stuff and then I'll go out into the wilderness and kill a bunch of demons and, oh, what's this over here? And I get completely sidetracked from what I'm doing. Are you connecting up a controller when you play or are you just... Phone tapping. Uh, hit and miss. Depends on which one I feel like doing. Because like, I've got the controller downstairs for when I do the cloud gaming with Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, and the little cradle and everything. So I just use the Xbox controller. But otherwise, I've just been able to... Do, the touchscreen works pretty damn well. I, I've just done it on the Pixel 6 without any issues. Nice. Yeah. And cranked up the graphics and the settings on it as well until my phone feels like it's hot lava in my hands. <laughs> I was like, okay, I might tone that back down again. But... Yeah, I've been playing that. So I, I enjoyed that, actually. It's been probably the only real gaming stuff I've done recently, besides I'll boot stuff up just to see if it's updated or it's working, and then I'll start looking at the menus, and I'll go, oh, I'm actually not in the mood to play this, and I'll just go back to watching Netflix or YouTube or whatever instead. I spend so much time flicking around the Game Pass library, being like, what have I... Over- trying to decide what to what, play. What have, what have I overlooked? And then I see something yeah. like, oh, that looks good. But I just finished Halo 2, so I'm making my way through that series Ooh. slowly and enjoying it so far, even though I'm kind of like, I'm not like... It obviously hasn't aged the best, but... Well, yeah. it's surprisingly aged quite well. I guess it's because those ones were remade whenever the... Yeah, it was all Marvel... part of the Master Chief collection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll be coming up to Halo 3 soon where that that's where they start off with just as, as they were, no remastering. Mm. So I'll see how that goes. But yeah, the, the, I think that... It feels, it still feels quite good considering it doesn't have the modern control schemes that we're all so used to. There's no sprinting, there's no aiming down the sights or sliding. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the, the gunplay is surprisingly good. Um, the story, I'm kind of like having to like watch recaps to figure out what I missed because I'm watching TV at the same time. <laughs> but it's, I don't the think it matters that much. The never really yeah. the best part of Halo. It's always been the gunplay. Like, oh, wait, I'm, I'm Master Chief. Now I'm someone else. I'm um, the Arbiter or something. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't yeah. know why, but I'll just go with it. <laughs> just enjoy it and um, yeah. Yeah, stab everybody with your, with your plasma sword. Yeah. With your laser swords. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so you got, you'll probably get up to finishing, what, you'll probably finish Halo 4 or Guardians by the time Infinite's got its co-op campaign out too. Mm. 
Is Guardians oh, wait, that's is Guardians like a must play? I don't know. Is that like in the? It's the worth canon? skipping if you ask me, yeah. but it'll leave a big, big story jump between four and infinite, which is six. I was just um. Oh, is so Guardians is officially Halo Five. Guardians is Halo okay, Five. Yeah. Um, personally, I did not enjoy Guardians very much at all, because for the majority of it, you don't play as Master Chief. You're playing as um, Locke. And lock just sucked. Um, that's the short. <laughs> this is a short way. Of I'll play it by ear. He just sucked. If I'm not enjoying it, I'll I'll skip. That, that's one of the things that I'm enjoying about Game Pass is, mm. um, I'll play a game. I might play it for an hour. Might play it for twenty minutes, and I'll be like, yeah, nah, I'm, I'm going to bounce out now rather than invest mm. fully, or I'll play it for a few hours and hit a a, a you know a, a dead end or a. So whatever, and just be like, I've I've had my fun, and I'm I'm gonna play something else, because yeah. uh, you haven't shelled out for that specific game. It doesn't feel like you owe anything to to see mm-hmm. it through, which yeah. is a nice change. I'm not concerned about the achievement percentage and all the stuff that I would there's, be. There's thinking no risk about. factor. Yeah, if I was if I was playing it on on PlayStation. Yeah, have you um? Did you get Ultimate or did you just get regular Game Pass? I did the month of ultimate, and then I've I've yep. backed it off to just regular for now. But okay. if if I was I was just more curious if you were trying them out using the cloud service. No, I haven't. Um, my internet's fast enough that I don't need to really. There's no downside really for me to just download yeah. them. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. I I did the I tried the actual clouds um, streaming with the ultimate on PC um, with Halo Infinite because I was like. I can't be fucked installing it. I'm just going to just run this just so I can jump into menus and just see what the new season's got and mm. I'll play around with it a bit. And I'm like, oh, this is playing surprisingly it's well. Pretty smooth. Yeah. And it's like, my PC is not the beefiest PC anymore by today's standards at least. And I was like, this runs really, really well. Like, I'm getting majority of the benefits of if I was playing on the Series X. Yeah, wow. Uh, it's, it's definitely something worth... <laughs> um, trialing if especially if you've got the good internet out there to do mm. it i reckon it's worth giving a crack what have you been playing yeah. brendan my life these days is watching anime and then playing Fortnite and then going back to watch more <laughs> anime pretty much <laughs> but i will Such admit basic, I... basic basic bitch over here brendan <laughs> yeah. that's what you've turned into my friend it's, it's a simple uncomplicated life and i'm all for it but i did i did binge all of ozark part two of the final season last night. Oh, nice. Nice. So I, I finally got some resolution on what happens to the bird family and all their dealings with the, uh, the cartel and what have you. And it was good. It was a, the ending wasn't perfect in my humble opinion, but it was still great. And I just love Jason Bateman and anyone that wants something that sort of hits similar beats to like, a. Breaking Bad, obviously Ozark is, is something worth checking out. Like it's a lazy comp, but it's it's a pretty easy comp to make. Yeah. Outside of that, I finished like the season finale for season three of The Boys was on on Friday night. Oh yeah, got to catch Ooh. up. Yeah, no, Watch that. No spoilers on that. I've, I'm still only like episode four, I think. <laughs> yeah, same, it's, same. it's one of my, like, even though you're making fun of me about watching lots of anime, The Boys is one of my favorite <laughs> shows on TV. So yeah. And season three has some that brilliant start moments. Of se- that start of season three was just like, 
Oh fuck! Oh, oh, okay. Oh shit! They, they are really not pulling any punches anymore. Oh, oh damn! Yeah, like it's a show that's uh, big on big on mm. shock fat, like shock value. But also this show, this season in particular, mm. they start sort of hitting home with a lot of relatable um, topics and themes, commentary, and yeah. makes it look like as much as it's about a show about superheroes and and what have mm. you, it's. It's, it's a bit more grounded in some parts in this season and um, it's a little bit more human, you could say. Mm. And it was so good and I can't wait for season four of that. Outside of that, I watched the season finale of Spy Family, uh, watched the season finale of Love Up, like we're talking anime now, Love After World Domination, <laughs> which is one of my new favourite animes. Picture one of the, the evil villains of Rita Repulsa from... Um, from Power Rangers falling in love with the Red Ranger and they're having a secret romance while fighting and doing all that at the same time and that's what Love After World Domination is and it's the freaking best. <laughs> it is so good. Um, outside of that, like you name it, I've binged it. I, I consume mm. I consume seasons of anime every two to three days, it feels them. like. You're just knocking them out of the park. You're yeah. consuming it the rapid ravenous pace i just don't know how you do it to be honest because yeah. i i i couldn't find the time so i don't know how you do yeah it's um, it's it's good and there's so much good stuff like um, mm. i the tough part is like a lot of the things that have sort of finished now or like they've got complete seasons i've done so now i'm like at the point now where i'm waiting for new episodes to drop each week for certain shows but then also just digging up and like getting out in the weeds and trying to find new things so i, I went down mm. and I started watching Zombieland Saga this past week, which is, um, you know, it's it sounds horrific. That's on my list to watch. But it's it's great. List. It's it's about like a group of deceased girls that that are oh. zombies, and um, this this dude sort of <laughs> brings them together to become like a like a Japanese pop group, and it's just <laughs> so stupid, but it's so <laughs> great, and oh, I'm God. all for it. And. I think- I think Brendan could have cured cancer if he never discovered anime. <laughs> I could I could have done so much more with my life so the last much few else months. With his life. Like you like could. when you'd be married yeah. with kids by now. Yeah, like when when plans <laughs> yeah. get cancelled or like I don't have anything to do, I'm like, I'm not really sad about this. I'm just gonna jump on old crunchy and see what I can consume as I do other things and yeah. Maybe yeah, I need to yeah, reevaluate my life. Saga sitting there on my um to watch list. I'm looking at it now. Um, I got to watch the second season of that time I was reincarnated as a slime. That's a great show. Oh, I, anime, I, I should the say. Season, yeah. Uh, Ao Ashi is the other one I've been watching on Crunchy at the moment. The, the soccer, the soccer show, That's the soccer one. Mm. Have you watched that? Yet? It's really good. It's really good. It's it's on the same sort of level. I don't think it's as good as High Q, but it's on the same sort of level as High Q. So. Have you watched that one yet? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, the volleyball one, yeah. Yeah. So good. But then also, um, like, Assassination Classroom, binged both seasons of that. Watched all of like No Guns, No Life. Watched all of Skate the Infinity. Watched all of Classroom of the Elite. This is all in the past, like, a few weeks. I'm just looking at my watch list. <laughs> all of Shin, <laughs> Icky Towson, Moonlit Fantasy, Skeleton Knight in Another World, Rising of the Shield Hero. Did it. it goes on and on and on. Like, it's just... Uh, there's I, so I, much... I, I just started rewatching Trigun, seeing as they're doing a uh, remake of the whole series coming out soon. So I'm rewatching the original Trigun now. It's one of the goats, JP Trigun. Mm-hmm. I think you'd enjoy Trigun. <laughs> yeah, I always get like these random recommendations, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like, <laughs> it's just it's just a door I don't want to open. I just it's just 
One, it's like the floodgates kind of thing, <laughs> you know. That's probably actually pretty fair. I mean, like you, if if we got you started on something like a My Hero or a Demon Slayer, I think you would fall in love with the genre yeah. a lot quicker. I can see that because um, they're so accessible. But I'm already like, uh, it's hard enough keeping up with live action. Like I've got like, <laughs> you know, I'm watching rewatching the Sopranos. Well, not rewatching. I'm watching the Sopranos for the first time at the at the moment. Mm. And loving it, and I'm up to season six of that. And then I'm going to watch The Wire because I never watched The Wire. And then I'm going to watch We Own This City, which is like a spin-off of The Wire that just came out this year. So it's like that's only a small part of TV corner as far as like true crime, not, not true crime, but like crime, organized crime and, and that kind of thing. So yep. that's just one subgenre, and yeah. <laughs> no, I'm waiting for new uh, seasons of. One piece to drop on Netflix because that's where I've been consuming it because it's just trying to juggle where my pacing with the episodes has been has been just nightmarish. Um, that, plus, that's where the dubs are as well because I can't get the dubs. Is that the show that has like a million episodes? Uh, one thousand and seventy something. Yeah, I, I think okay. yeah. Up to. <clears throat> so you're up to up to date with that? No, uh, I'm up to I'm up to episode two hundred and sixty something. I okay. think was whatever whatever the last one is on Netflix. But there's more eps, more seasons dropping on. They just fi- uh, they just finished season ten on Netflix, uh, and apparently they're up to tw- season twenty. So, but gosh, <laughs> the way their seasons work are so in anime, especially it's so random. Like especially with One Piece, I found is like the first season's like seventy five. Or, or over a hundred episodes or something, and then the next season will only be like thirty episodes, it's... and then the season after that'll be sixty to seventy episodes, and the season after that'll be like forty episodes. It's so crazy. it's it's kind of hit and miss as to where the how many episodes are in the season, but they cover like a main story arc over the course of that season. Are they so... at least shorter <coughs> runtimes? So they like nineteen, yeah, like twenty, 20 to twenty two, like minutes. twenty minute episodes. <laughs> yeah, okay. So you could knock out like ten episodes in the space of like three and hours. And the theme song's thing. probably like five minutes. <laughs> the theme song goes for about two minutes. Generally yeah. about two minutes an episode, yeah. Sure. And you can and then you got the end credits theme as well, which is yeah. like another two minutes. So you can knock it down to around sixteen minutes mm. an episode. So I was gonna say my, my touchstone for, for anime is obviously Pokemon. And I remember the first yeah. season of that was like fifty episodes. But it starts yeah. with obviously the song, which is a minute and a half or two minutes, and then it ends with the poker rap or whatever, which is the same, two and a half yep. minutes. So, <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, the thing like, that happens like not much has changed since then. That, that I'm, nah. I love and hate depending on the the anime I'm watching in. Mm. That halfway through a season, they'll sometimes just switch it up and have a new in, like a new intro or a new outro track, and it uh, sort of throws mm. you off. There's some songs that you just fall in love with and relate to the and then it goes to something new and i'm like hey where's my song gone like yes i don't know japanese but i like this beat and now it's something else and and it typically happens with like a a tonal shift in the story but then sometimes Mm. i just drop them in randomly and i'm like what are you doing this to me for where's my song well Mm. well, that's why like that black clover one every opening track's an absolute banger on that so like your change has been oh wait this one's really good too Mm. and then changes again it's like oh well this one's really good as well oh shit okay never mind (laughs) So, there's so many yeah. I, I've got there's like so in my Spotify master playlist so many like anime intros in, the, in it now because <laughs> they've just got some great beats like mm. they'll say four words of English that you'll sort of understand and then the rest <laughs> of it is just like I don't know what's going on but I'm tapping my toes because this is catchy 
I love reading the subtitles. Like I watched some Full Metal Alchemist when I was in uni, and I just loved like the sub the subtitles of the theme song. It's like and and repair my heart which is torn and it's like it's, it's phrasing that you would just never sing in in english <laughs> there is some great lyrics like the, the translation oh, yeah, with the lyrics them, yeah. is phenomenal with that subline and and it yeah. makes makes the song even better yeah semi related oh. are you guys persona fans at all yep yeah persona yeah um no but that's just mostly because i just never i heard it was like 200 hours to play the f- persona 5 so i was like i am not even gonna bother that is it's not 200 hours unless you probably obsess over doing every single thing i think for me it was 120 and for other people a long time it is it's it was 20 hours too long which is Mm. saying a a lot um but (laughs) they're coming to switch so you know I, i feel like it's good to see. Well, coming to Xbox as well, which is cool. I, yeah. I think it's re- just really good for fans of the genre. So, Definitely. like, if you like Japanese RPGs, it's it's cool that it's going to be available in more places. Yeah. And having like um, Persona Four Golden for most people, I would say, is like the first experience people had with Persona. So it just feels like mm. a handheld game, and it's a lot, a lot of like, oh, it'll it's, do yeah, wonders. It'll on do Switch. crazy on Switch because Persona Five, like, mm. a lot of it is like menu based through like the turn-based combat and then dialogue based through doing the conversations so it feels right to play on a handheld i reckon but um yeah it, it and, and and throwing persona f- three i think is amongst the ones that are getting mm. released so if, if even if someone's played four and five i feel like they might then go back to the third i, I reckon that that those three games are just going to sell so well I'm very curious to see if Microsoft hatches a deal with with Sega leading up to release because obviously mm. Five's, I think Five's first cab off the rank and they haven't got the firm announcement detail or release details for for four and three. If they're mm. going to try and wrangle it where they can put it into Game Pass, which wouldn't be a bad idea. That was kind mm. of the <clears throat> impression I was given a little bit from that presentation, even though that they didn't specifically say that it was coming to Game Pass. I was kind of like. Yeah, there's a very good chance it could still. Which yeah. would be a good way to get it in there. Oh, yeah. How Gets do, it in people's hands. How do you feel about um, Microsoft's relationship with Japanese studios? Because the thing that makes me think of it is what's happening with Square Enix. It just feels like something mm. weird's going on. Like, and, I, and it's hard to say, is it like a relationship they have with Sony that's affecting them? Or is it just they just don't see... Um, Microsoft as a place for their games because well, you've got obviously Final Fantasy 7 Remake still hasn't got any information about coming to Xbox and then other like Final Fantasy 16 is is an exclusive to to PlayStation so it just feels like yeah. there's something going on I don't know maybe I, I think the Western developers for Square are probably having perfectly fine relationships with Microsoft because you look at like Tomb Raider had the exclusivity deal with Xbox for a while there. Um, yeah. And then Guardians was out within like a couple of months. It was on the on Game Pass, if I remember correctly. Yeah, uh, it was about six months later. It was yeah, about six months. Yeah, but like within six months of coming out, that was on Game Pass. Um, 
people can fly is Outriders was day one on Game Pass as well. So, um, <clears throat> so from a Western developer, the Crystal Dynamics Square, stuff, I, I, yeah, yeah, like Crystal yeah. Dynamics, people could fly those guys. Ados, um, I don't think there's any issues there, but I think it's like you said, maybe on the Japanese side because the Japanese devs maybe aren't willing to do the business there. Maybe I don't know. I think um, Might, maybe there's some old history there. What do you I reckon, Brendan? I think for particular IPs or subsets of that IP, like a Final Fantasy mm. VII, Sony have just said, what's it going to keep? Like, what's it going to cost us to keep this thing away from any other platform bar ours from a console perspective? Like, mm. yeah, we, we have seen... Back up the dump truck of money. Yeah, we've seen stuff like um, Final Fantasy XV and things like that make its way to Xbox and even stuff like we're seeing like Kingdom Hearts on Xbox now mm. and mm. a few others. So I think they're starting to loosen the shackles, but there's just some IP that Sony want to hold on to and rightfully so like Final Fantasy 7 I'm like I'm I'm reasonably new to that franchise especially with remake like I came into it a couple of years late but it was phenomenal and I can't wait for 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 chapter 2 of that so I think there's just some IP that Sony are just saying we're not we're not going to relinquish square like if you want to keep dealing with this what's it going to cost us on this check we're writing down in front of you right now to keep it there? So, How many zeros do you want on the end of this check? <laughs> yeah, so 7 and 16 are like that, but then you see other games creeping around. Like back back in the day, like on the 360, we had stuff like, um, like Lost Odyssey was oh, an Xbox exclusive, was so which was a fantastic JRPG. Uh, and there's a lot of other stuff that's creeping across to to xbox and i know old phil spencer said that's a market that they want to get into like Mm. there was big rumors that they tried to buy sega you know a year or so ago to try and get a hold of some of those ips so maybe maybe that door is just sort of a little bit more ajar than it used to be so i think we'll see a lot more jrpgs a lot more (laughs) sony centric ips making its way to to xbox as well Mm. yeah it's it's interesting because you've got like octopath traveler and triangle strategy and they're mm. releasing directly to uh, the Switch, obviously. So it's not as if like PlayStation itself has some like it's not like they have a relationship like they had with um, Housemark or something. It's not yeah. that kind of thing. It's um, <clears throat> I, I think yeah. they're just being smart and they're realizing that their properties do have value, um, and going oh this. We have value here, so you know what's a, you want it exclusive on your platform. You know mm. what are you going to offer us in return? Like you saw the remake of Demon Souls PlayStation mm. Five exclusive, where Elden Ring is on everything. So yeah. they're yeah. sort of just cherry picking. Yeah, As Sony's but uh, taking the dump truck of money up to From Software's door now again, though, haven't they? They they're like buying them out or something or they're buying a branch of the from software team or something weren't they yeah they've, they've done some type of agreement like that was announced yeah. in a presser a few months ago and it makes sense like especially on the back of Elden Ring selling absolute oh, yeah. bucket loads of copies get that Bloodborne 2 going oh yeah and that'll be so good like Bloodborne's the most accessible game from that Soulsborne genre I've played and I'm looking forward to crying and dying a lot in Bloodborne 2 when it eventually comes out. Yeah. On PS5. Mm-hmm. So, Jono, do you reckon, like, especially now that you've got the Game Pass <clears throat> subscription and everything <clears throat> like that, um, and you've been enjoying that, and you've just jumped 
I'm, I'm going to assume you've got the, the Sony equivalent with the PlayStation Plus Extra Deluxe <coughs> Ultimate Package. No, I've actually, for the first, series for the first time it. ever since like I got a PS4, I've cancelled mm. my PS Plus. Because, oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. Because it's, it's really just a, a cost-saving thing. Because I'm like, well, mm. because I've just got Game Pass, I have a backlog yep. of stuff that I'm like, well, this is my focus Which for is now. Fair. Um, and then as soon as either there's a discount on PS Plus or I run out of Game Pass stuff to play, or, or, or like there'll mm. just be something that, that draws me in as far as a free game on PS Plus Essential, I'll just yeah I'll, I'll load that back up again. But because I don't I don't really play online so much. Um, yeah. <laughs> and and I, I realised that. I was just keeping it going for the sake of keeping it going because the, the free games that you get month to month are a few times a year, the kinds of things that you'll it's download. It's so hit and miss. Yeah, well, you get Stray this month for free. What's that? included in your, in your um, subscription if you're going to be playing that bloody cat simulator game. Oh, yeah, yeah true. I think that's only in the plus extra subscription, not just the, st- the basic yeah. one. Stray, is it? Do you say? Stray, yeah. Stray, you know yeah, the one where it's the cat in like a cyberpunk yes. world? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. keen to check that out, especially if it reviews well, um, which I think it will. It looks but, it looks pretty yeah. good. Like, I, I think just art style-wise, it looks really cool. And I, I like that it's like this 3D platformer puzzle-solving sort of game. It'll be popular. So I'm it'll, keen for that. It'll be memed a lot, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. They've, especially with those uh, funny-faced robots that are running around in yeah. it as well. The internet yeah. loves cats, so it's smart play. Whoever decided to, to make that game, it's true. I do love cats. Um, <laughs> do you do you think that the PlayStation uh, the PlayStation Plus Extra sh- does have good value in it as a, yeah. a PlayStation fan? Yeah, I think so. I think if you if you've only got PlayStation, which was the position that I was in up until the last yeah. few months, then I think mm. you'd be loving it because it's. It's giving you really good um, uh, bang for your buck. I reckon it, it's it's yeah. it's it's got like not only you know PlayStation Plus gives you a lot of pretty good discounts on top of the free games and everything else it comes mm-hmm. with, but um, to get now a suddenly a library that you can just go and download Miles Morales and you can download Red Dead Redemption Two and and whatever else you might have been putting off um, playing. I think that that's yeah that it's worth the money especially for someone like my brother who only buys a few games a year um yeah to just be like well i can't justify spending a hundred dollars on a game every month but i can justify my 18 dollars a month or whatever it is for the subscription um so yeah i think that's kind of how i see it with game pass as well i mean we've had game pass now for several years like i've had it myself since early to mid 2019 i think i first signed Mm -hmm. up to game pass and just every month i was just constantly surprised at like oh this is coming out this month oh this is coming out this month oh this is coming out this month and like oh wow this is cool so it's just yeah so i i can kind of understand it from that like especially from that one console yeah and and i think that they'll they'll definitely add more to it like the library Hmm. is probably as small as it will be and people are loving the throwback like the PS1 yeah. and PS2 games. It's good that you can just buy them um, 
I'm surprised at how much. Like, this is this is also just a personal opinion because, but I'm actually genuinely surprised at how many people are really loving the the throwback and are willing to pay that extra money for that. Yeah, like the PS One, PS Two stuff. Like, because I was looking, yeah. I was going, okay, so that's your premium tier, and you're offering me your oldest games at your premium yeah. tier. <laughs> that doesn't. But not work. everyone, not doesn't, everyone's doing that. Like, you can have no subscription. It doesn't make sense in my mind. So for me, it just it. It didn't. I didn't understand it, yeah. and it, it's not for me anyway. Like, I'm not the target audience yeah. there. I understand that 100. But, but, but it, like, but I if don't you, see the value there. If you just want to play Ape Escape or um, mm. or Wild Arms, you don't need to have that subscription. You can just buy it separately. Now, oh, so they're selling them separately as well. Yeah, they, they've added it. Oh, cool. They've added it. Um, a la carte, I guess, is is the term. So it's like you can just go. Oh, Wild Arms is twelve. Or fifteen dollars. I'll just buy that one game um, rather than oh, well, I, pay I for the that's, service. I think that's actually really good. Then, and if they're doing it that way as yeah. well, it so doesn't make sense to have them part of a service but not like available yeah. to buy. Like it doesn't. That doesn't make any sense. I think. Yeah. See, I, I was under the impression they were just locked to the premium service because, like, the Australian market. Obviously, we get a little bit short short handed. I think in um, the premium service on the PlayStation side because they're not doing the ps3 stuff and there's not like a whole the whole playstation now side of things was more at the that premium mm. level with the streaming and everything like that wasn't it so yeah we don't get any of that because they never released playstation now in australia for whatever reason uh, yeah uh, it doesn't make any sense like i know that nah. not everyone's internet is fast enough but i'm pretty sure there are like slow pockets of of infrastructure in the u.s and other countries as well well um, even then you just look at you know xcloud's success with the game pass stuff as well like that works perfectly fine here in australia i've used it on my mobile phone while like on a 4g connection sitting in my car while i was waiting for a customer sort of thing i guess mm. sony just didn't want to pony up the money to have some local servers in That's au probably all it was yeah i'd say they will eventually but yeah i, I don't know the the I've, sheer I've been, dollar value that would be attached to that it wouldn't be cheap for a long time though yeah but now that the whole PlayStation tiered subscription thing, it's it's not designed like what Benny said. I'm in that same boat. Like it's awesome mm. that all those old games are there, but I'm one of those sort of look forward gamers instead of back. I don't often replay old games, especially yeah. ones that are decades old. And, and that's not saying they're not relevant <coughs> anymore. I just uh, yeah, I'm busy watching watching anime and playing Fortnite, so I got to cherry mm. pick what I'm playing. So I only got to play that new new stuff, you know. Especially with the amount of yeah, the wide variety of content that's available to us these days. Yeah, I only want to cherry pick the good stuff. Yeah, I think yeah. it's um, it's it's the kind of thing where, like, if you missed, like, I missed Crisis Core. So when they said they were adding PSP oh, yeah. games, I was like, oh, maybe I'll finally go back and play. Final Fantasy VII mm. Crisis Core, and then they just announced that they're remaking it. <laughs> yeah. so I'm like, well, I'm don't, just gonna don't wait for the remake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just wait for the remake. But um. Yeah, like over the years, I have definitely gone back to play those old games mm. like Mega Man and, you know, stuff that I missed that I know is like a huge influence on modern games. Um, Castlevania, Symphony of the Night, like there's these games that just hold up because they were perfect when they released. And because of the, the genre that it is, it hasn't necessarily aged. Like I, I wouldn't go back and play mm. GoldenEye or Perfect Dark which was probably a perfect game at release because the genre itself has evolved so much. 
that it's unrecognizable. Yeah. That's but, all right, but, JP, because there's a new Perfect Dark on the way and that GoldenEye remaster or remake will be announced <laughs> imminently for the Xbox. Yep. We'll and see. it'll be uh, day one on Game Pass. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I might, <laughs> might jump in. Yeah. I'm actually yeah. excited for that. Like us three, and like I'm assuming it's going to be just four player multiplayer and just a fourth person. Mm-hmm. Running around doing slappers only, just as long as no one's odd job. That's the uh, that's the golden rule. <laughs> I'm keen to actually just like get in and jump on and like, like Perfect Dark. I'm actually really keen for them to come back out with because I really enjoyed the first Perfect Dark as well because it was definitely a much better gold than Golden Eye mm-hmm. um, on the 64 as well. And even the 360 release, I know it gets a bum rap that date that you know that launch version of Golden Eye. Yep. Yep. It gets such a bum rap, and I'm like, it really wasn't that bad. Like, it was it was perfectly fine launch game. It's no worse than, I don't know, what was another launch game that off the 360 PlayStation 3 era, like, what, Killzone or something? Yeah. Resistance. Fall yeah. of Man. <clears throat> yeah, so it was no worse or better than any of those games. It was perfectly fine shooter game, so I was surprised it's taken this long to do a sequel on it. But I'm keen for Halo Infinite co-op as well, like especially if we can drag Jono through it. <laughs> yeah, like um, if it, if they allow us to do like four-player co-op, that'd be sick mm. because um, it's been a great experience playing solo. But oh, that yeah. game is so much more fulfilling when you can run around with friends and you know split a warthog and be booning around and yep. killing little Not grunts and everything else. Marines. Does the warthog get yeah. more enjoyable? <laughs> No, um, the, the controls still feel the same even now. <laughs> yeah, the controls are still rubbish. The banshee. Yeah, the I, banshee's I'm not good at fun. flying the like the flying um, vehicles. I'm not too good mm. at it, especially <laughs> like if you jump on multiplayer with this one day, you'll see like there's a gap between the really good flying multiplayer vehicle savants and then the rest. And I'm definitely in yeah. the rest. <laughs> <laughs> I love pl- flying around in the wasp. The wasp is deadly. It's really good fun. Um. Yeah, and we've got to get Jono in to see if these as well, obviously. Yeah. That's the other thing. We've got to drag him out to deep waters and leave him there for the sharks. <laughs> it's unsettling, to... but it's so good. I'll have to re-up to Ultimate just so you can make me cry. No, you'll be able to play just on standard game part. Oh, no, okay. you need the online, right? you have the yeah. gold subscription, yeah. yeah. Damn you, Rare. This... they still got that separate. Stem up a couple annoying. extra bucks. It's only, what, $16? Yeah. It'll be fine yeah. for the for the month or however long it goes. Yeah, you only, you only need a, like a good weekend in Sea of Thieves to kind of get a good understanding of what the experience is. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it, it's another one of those games that's always better with friends as well, so you always got to time it to play with other people. Sounds good. Mm, mm. What about you, Brendan? What else are you mucking around with? Not much else there? Just... Just your anime and Fortnite, really. Anime and Fortnite, like... I don't blame I, you with, with that, life. Brendan, because as much as I insulted you before, like, there's not really anything coming out. So it's yeah, a good we're, time. we're in a bit yeah. of a dry patch yeah. at the moment. Like, um, I, I was that bored last week. I downloaded Matchpoint Championship Tennis because I'm in uh, Wimbledon okay. mode at the moment. I'm, I'm a sucker for a good tennis game, and this game is not a good tennis game. So, uh... Isn't this the one that's, like, reviewing, like, getting... Like four out of yeah, ten reviews, which is fair on enough. Metacritic. <laughs> yeah, like like I talked about it on THG yesterday, and it's it's yeah, it's not a good time. And I put about five hours into it during the week just for oh, a bit no. of a 
bit of a break, but I've just also downloaded a new horror game that just came out. I haven't played any of it yet. What's it called? What's it called? I'm blanking on it, but it's sort of like the the Western version of Fatal Frame where there's heavy emphasis on using like a, a film camera to take photos and sort of see the spirit world and solve these crimes and stuff. It's cool. it's that sounds cool. Madison, it's called. And it looks creepy as hell. So I'm going to start that up this week. But outside of that, yeah, I'm just waiting to play yeah. um, that, that game on PlayStation stray the cat game mm-hmm. even though it doesn't like yep. the more i saw of it the less excited i got but i'm like i'll give it a spin and then i'm Is, uh, what's it yeah. as dusk dawns or something like as dusk falls dusk falls that's it yeah that comes out this have week you, have, you, have you played any of that yet or no. you haven't got any preview codes no nah, not yet no nah, i've just been too busy chasing those crowns in Fortnite. you guys need to that's... come uh come roll with me <laughs> i was waiting for that but yeah i was I keep hearing really good things about this as, as Dusk Falls game, and it's very much similar to, um, uh, well, The Quarry, which is what recently came out, mm. but also um, Until Dawn and everything like that. It's, it's getting compared to that very heavily, yeah. Uh, just with a very, very different art style, obviously. Yeah, yeah it I've looks got good. that. I've got that ready yeah. to go when it hits on, on Game Pass. Um, Brendan or or. Benny, have, have either of you played Weird West and should I put any time into that? Because I know it's not a short experience. I haven't played it yet, but I've heard it's really good. I've, I've downloaded it, really it but I haven't played it yet. Yeah. It's like a Diablo, but set in the Wild West yep. is what I was, I was right. told. Okay, maybe it's not yeah. for me then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, big isometric right. RPG set in mm-hmm. Western times. <laughs> I don't I know if that's the proper term you use. For some reason. Western times. <laughs> set in the Western Wild times. West. Yeah, the nineteenth century in Red Dead Redemption times, (laughs) but it looks good in Marsden times. (laughs) Back when John Marsden was a boy. (laughs) That's another game. Like I'd like to go back Mm. to like Red Dead Online with the crew again, but yeah, like trying to make that happen is just tough. I'll do it. You just say the word. I'll install Red Dead Redemption two. I'll I'll install Red Dead two. It takes three hours. Yeah, yeah, we'll need to all problem. be on the PlayStation, right? I think we were yeah, all on PlayStation yeah. for Red Dead. Yeah, we last were. Time anyway. we tried it. We played poker a lot for a little bit mm. too. Yeah, I, I times. played online for a little bit for a while there because they finally added the options to like uh, same in GTA where you can like make it so you uh, what are they called pacifist mode or whatever. Oh yeah. So you can't be attacked and everything like that. And the only way you get out of it is if you actually attack other people or you're doing missions where other people can attack you. Um, but otherwise, you can just stay in that pacifist mode pretty much the they whole must online have, experience. They must now. have added so much stuff since we played it, though. Oh, yeah. Like, it'd be... Yeah, like, I was running around with NATO in it, and we were doing, like, bounty hunting, and um, then we are going off, and we were making, like, our moonshine business and trying to get the moonshine business going, and then exploring for treasure and artifacts and things like that. So they added a hell of... A heap of stuff in there. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of stuff. To I need to go also, back. I need to set up a business. If <laughs> if if you got the moonshine business, maybe I'll set up a brothel. I think they go hand in hand eight, together. If you eight can, bit, eight bit moonshine business. <laughs> eight bitties. Eight bit shine. Are, are you guys surprised that it didn't take off the way that um, GTA? Well, not exactly the way that GTA did, but you uh, you would have thought the game selling as well. I as it did. am a little bit, but I think a lot. I'm also not really surprised because 
GTA, by the time Red Dead 2 had come out, GTA 5 had obviously been around for so long and they'd perfected the online infrastructure to the mm. point. But if we, we look back when it first launched, GTA Online was dog shit when it first launched. Yeah. It did not work. You couldn't play it at all. It was unplayable. Um, but obviously over time they fixed it up and everything like that. So I think a lot of people were expecting a lot more of a complete experience when Red Dead Online launched. Mm. And when they didn't get that and the world felt very empty as a result, um, yeah. I think that's what did them in really. Mm. Like it was, it was definitely a lot more stable. Um, than what GTA was at launch, but comparatively, when you look at, well, GTA Online's got this, 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 and this, and then I come over Red Dead Online and I've only got this, this, and this. I haven't got all these other things, which they do now have that in the game, but, um, and it was like, they had the story missions as well. There's only like five story missions or something. It was slow, yeah. And I was like, oh, is that it? I think it's also (laughs) too... Where's the rest of it? GTA Online or GTA compared to Red Dead, it's like it's got that extra level of insanity and zaniness to it. Mm, where Red yeah. Dead was still a bit more grounded in realism, which which I was yep. fine with. But a lot of the online players like just that additional level of madness that comes with it. And then at the back end of that too, the GTA RP that's just ascended mm. this game further into the stratosphere. Where there is some some cool Red Dead RP going around, but it's like a drop in the ocean in comparison to the GTRP yeah. that's that's dominating Twitch and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'd still be keen to go back in there and play it again. Mm. We're going to be busy the next uh, several weeks. We've got uh, Sea of Thieves. <laughs> We've got Red Dead 2 to play. You're sitting there making a list already, aren't you? You guys are going to be on Fortnite with me as well. I've stupidly committed to playing Warhammer Tabletop Simulator with NATO, so I am in oh, a world of hurt. You, did he? He was sending me stuff for bloody tabletop simulators the other night. So, he got me. He like, bought. He gifted me the game on Steam, so he like <laughs> pressured me in. Now you have to do it. Yeah. Well, we we put an hour or so aside on Thursday night, and he showed showed me through it all and and stepped me through how it all works. And there's so much yep. to learn. Like it is going to be a nightmare to try and understand what's going on. Someone help me. Uh. Uh, Warhammer would be pretty cool, I think. I think it's just, yeah, it, there's a lot there to learn. I think it'd take a long time to get a good grasp on it. Yeah. Uh, I'd be keen to muck around with that. I think it's just, I'm, I'm keen with Warhammer mostly because I just like the look of all the models and all the figures and things like that and the minis and then painting them and doing all that sort of fun stuff. Well, they, they come in like the 40k armor, armies that come into this tabletop simulator are phenomenal. Like they're one to one replicas, all the details there. Oh wow! It's pretty impressive what they've done. Is it actually licensed from like the Warhammer? I don't like. like that's what I asked NATO, and he wasn't too sure either. Like, I don't know how they've managed to get all these models in there, but somehow they have. Because I know there's like, um, I, I think Hero Forge, the guys that make the D and D minis, like the custom D and D minis, they've got like there's like an online tabletop simulator type thing as well that they're like linked with so you can take your hero forge mini and literally drop it into a simulated world as well for playing D. I'd have to look that up again i did see one of the streaming mobs was doing using it as well it looked really really cool yeah so it's it's that. impressive what tabletop simulator can do like it blew my mind mm. especially in this day and age of like remote playing together and all this sort of stuff and hey covid's keeping us all apart 
not so much anymore, but it was. And yeah, you know, yeah, being able to play these sorts of games together still is really cool. Yeah, no, totally agree. Totally agree. Oh, my back. <laughs> getting old, mate. Getting old. Getting old. My back should be good because I'm actually tomorrow. in a single chair now with back support. But uh, yeah. yeah, look at you. Yeah. You've come yeah. on, yeah. Right. The casting couch is gone. Well, it's actually in the garage, so <laughs> hasn't sold yet. I had someone messaging me earlier about it, so maybe, maybe it'll be gone this week. If not, I dismantled it and I've sort of just kept it away. So maybe it'll follow me to the next place. If not, yeah, I've got my casting couches. It's got to go up on Facebook Marketplace or something too. I've got to get rid of it. <laughs> I've had that thing since I lived in Canberra, so I've had it for a long time. It's seen some things. It's got some stories to tell. <laughs> oh yeah, because it's a, it's a. Um, it's like a futon couch type th- dealio as well. So it folds out into like a futon bed as well. So it's like, oh, yeah, it's definitely seen some things. <laughs> Need to get rid of Had a number of guests sleep on that. And I'm like, I don't want to even know what's happened. I just, I, I think it's just time to just clean you up and just get rid of you. That's fair. Yeah. That's very fair. <laughs> oh, God. Well, do we want to wrap it up there, guys? It's been a little bit of over an hour. We can. Yeah, I think that's fair. Call, call it a session. I, yeah. I, I, I didn't want it to be like anything overly serious for a chat to this evening, but I thought, hey, let's have a chat. It's good to catch up. Hopefully people listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how many listens the 8-bit cast gets. <laughs> it gets really, it gets but... some good numbers. There's there's some good subscribers on there, but because it is so erratically released, you know, yeah, it could so fall apolo- down a apologies priority list. For it being such an erratic list thing. Like my schedule, thankfully over the next few months should be stabilizing a lot more because my job role's changing yet again but I'm also getting RDOs like I get an RDO every two weeks now nice that's uh, plenty yeah, of time so, to uh, record that, more Cocktail Club because that is yeah. that is well received on the 8-bit cast oh. RSS feed finally off it's the it's one of the highest rating shows or spin-offs that, uh, that gets done on there so yeah more oh. booze talk Benny oh thank you very much for those people that do listen to it Jono we'll have to do a booze episode together we will have to. I'll have to go down to. The, <laughs> I actually haven't had alcohol in my house for like six weeks. I have. Oh wow! I've had like a wine and I had like a beer when I went out for lunch, but otherwise, it just mm. partly out of laziness, but also I was just like, I was just, I just won't for a little bit for for whatever That's reason. Fair. But, like I don't drink every day either. I've got like a whole fully stocked bar downstairs with spirits now, so. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty bad. If if I have a six pack, I'll have a beer with dinner every single day yeah. until it's gone, and then I'll go and get more. But I I used to be that way, and then I I think it was just hitting the gym really hard, and then also being on call for a long time as well. I just it I managed to wean myself off that sort of habit. So it was if it's it if it's in the house, I'm going to drink it, and now it's like no, I don't need to drink it every night anymore. That's good. But, Sounds like we have got some healthy habits. Yeah. You got to start having some healthy habits when you get older, mate. Otherwise, you just you start falling apart, and I still am falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, well, we'll call it there. Do we want to promote anything? We can promote some THG and this is your episode, Benny. I'm just I'm just it's hanging my out episode. back here. Yeah, I know. I haven't really been really even hosting. I just wanted to just hang <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, you didn't even, like, you didn't even intro us. People don't even know who's talking. <laughs> nah, nah. I mean. They should know who we are. I, I can do like a uh, cold open or something like that. I can go back and record a cold open. And and like when you do the cold open, like intro us and then like get us all say, like both saying like, hello, like do our voices. <laughs> yes. Hello. 
I'll, I'll have to work. I'll have to work on my Jono and Brendan impressions. <laughs> <for the cold laughs> <open>. <laughs> have a listen to see how that's going. And Jono, are you doing any more putting in works or yeah, comedy <clears throat> putting in works happening ad hoc, but. Uh, Comedy Rewind is fortnightly, so that's there. But also, while you've got me and Brendan here, we've got our Mm. 8-bit roleplay series. Sorry, our our Witcher Witcher roleplay series uh, cranking out now. So as of listening... To, as as of releasing this, I'm guessing we've got like three, maybe four episodes, Brendan? I'd say, yeah, depending on like not putting words in Benny's mouth as far as when this thing's edited and on the upload, there'll be mm. at least three episodes of Yencast first, the 8-Crit offshoot there for you to consume. That is on the 8-Crit RSS feed, so give that a listen because uh, it was a ton of fun and uh, yeah, we're starting to, starting to put ideas in place for the next offshoot that we'll record later this year. So we want to release another one in, in Q3, Q4. So uh, yeah, just uh, keep listening and, and send any feedback and even suggestions for potential universes or games we could try and tackle for um, Hello Kitty the next offspin. Oh table my God. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? I'd give it a crack, but <laughs> it'd be tough. But yeah, my little pony. <laughs> you can all be bronies. At we are eight bit on them socials or hello at eight bit if you want to send us an email. On that one. Yeah. Uh, awesome guys. Oh well, thanks very much for hanging out and having a chat and everything. And uh, that's actually been kind of fun just to get behind the mic again because I don't get to do this very often anymore. Mm. So I'm, I'm keen to get back into this a lot more often. And you, you've just said you've got a lot of more free time and you get RDOs every I two do. weeks. You're going to be churning yeah, that, out and content. That's kind of the idea. I want to start doing that. I've just bought like a new capture card and everything like that. So I'm keen to start doing a lot more content creation again. Hell so yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. Hell yeah. But uh, we'll call it a night for now. And uh, until next time, listeners, much love. Stay hungry. And keep watching anime. (laughs) And stay thirsty.